Well, today is St. Patrick's Day, and you know what that means. You better wear green if you know what's good for you. Today, we're going to take a look at the historical figure, Patrick, and learn a little bit more about his life. Welcome to another episode of the Lunch Break Hymn Sing. We are glad that you have decided to spend your lunch break with us. We are a podcast that is dedicated to the rediscovery of hymns, both ancient and modern, as well as the authors who penned them. Please be sure to follow us and subscribe. If you are listening to us on Apple Podcasts, be sure to leave that five-star review and share this episode with your friends and family. Today is St. Patrick's Day, that day where folks dress up in green, decorate with four-leaf clovers, and drink minty green beverages. They walk around saying goofy things like, I've got the luck of the Irish, among other things. Many folks attribute St. Patrick to an Irish guy with a red beard dressed like a leprechaun, and waiting at the end of the rainbow with a pot of gold. But that isn't quite accurate. In fact, Patrick was no Irishman at all. He was British. Towards the end of the 4th century AD, the Roman Empire was starting to crumble into nothing, and thus had withdrawn from Britain, leaving the country unprotected from raiders and barbarians. Patrick was 16 years old when he was taken from his home by a band of these Irish raiders and taken into slavery. He would spend the next several years as a captive of this foreign land, surrounded by those who worshipped the sun as part of their pagan Celtic religion. He would eventually escape and spent the next 15 years studying to become a priest in the Catholic Church. After his ordination, he found himself drawn back to the very people of Ireland, those ones that had held him as a slave. He joined a group of Christian missionaries already planted in the country and would work to incorporate the Irish culture into Christianity. He died on March 17th in the year 461. We can appreciate men like Patrick, who lived out their Christian witness and sought to preach Christ and Him crucified, but we ought never to worship these men. And so in the Protestant church, we recognize none but Christ as the author and finisher of our faith. We worship him alone and look to him alone for our salvation. Thanks to Patrick and missionaries who served the Irish people, we have the privilege of singing today's hymn, Be Thou My Vision. This hymn is actually an Irish poem written around the 8th century and put into verse by Eleanor Hole in the year 1912. The catchy Irish tune has made it a favorite hymn today, even among churches, with a more contemporary style of musical worship. Once we were children of wrath, following the prince of the power of darkness, the devil. All that we could do was evil against God. Our vision was clouded by our sin. But the Lord, being rich in mercy, because of the great love with which He loved us, even when we were dead in our sin, made us alive together in Christ. By grace we were saved. 
Once this happened, the eyes of our heart were enlightened, and we began to see things as they should be, not as they are. The Lord is our portion and strength, our ever-present help in time of need. He is with us, whether we are waking or sleeping. This hymn reminds us that true wisdom is from the Lord, thy true word. We are his adopted children. He is our Father, and we are united with him and one another in Christ. Our treasure is not to be found in storehouses here on earth. Rather, our inheritance lies with the one who demands to be first in our hearts. Our true treasure is found in the one who sits on the throne as our high king. The victory has been won, Christian. One day, we will reach the other side, where sin and death will be destroyed, and where Christ will rule victorious over all.
We hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Lunch Break Hymn Sing. I'm Frank Aiken, and as always, thanks again for tuning in. We look forward to seeing you on our next episode. Enjoy your lunch break.